This is Resident TS, and I hope you are staying safe during the quarantine and keeping yourself occupied and uh, filling your days with uh, things that can keep you intellectually stimulated if you're not able to work right now. And if you are one of those essential workers, those who bring us our policing, our fire, our medical attention, um, all the way through to the folks who make our products and stock our shelves, all the way through to the people who bring our mail and uh, defend our country, I am grateful for all of you and uh, RNT and I are both uh, able to stay at work. We feel very lucky for that. We know some folks are putting themselves in harm's way every day and it's one of the reasons that um, we take this quarantine so seriously. Yes, we can work at home, but some folks don't have that luxury because they're off serving the rest of us. And uh, so we hope you take it seriously too. Good news. The quarantine will eventually be over. I know it feels like it's going to be forever and we will begin to work our way back to our normal economy and normal way of life. In the meantime, we are happy to bring you just a little bit more content. So uh, in case you haven't listened to the last episode, we decided to do a two-parter for two reasons. Number one, we thought the discussion with our friends on love in the time of quarantine was pretty rich. So we wanted to include all of it. But number two, we also know that you probably are looking for more content right now. And one of the ways that we can serve you is by giving you more to listen to. So we did that for both reasons. If you like the format and you want us to do it again, even when we're not in quarantine, please shoot me a note at loveinbrief at gmail.com and we'll look at doing more of this. If you can't stand the format and you never want to hear it again, shoot me a note, loveinbrief at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, if we find out that folks are like, nah, I really prefer it much tighter, more closely edited, then indeed we'll do that. But either way, we're really happy to bring you this second part of our discussion on love in the time of quarantine with our friends and fellow quarantiners, Daddy's Little Side, Baby Bean, Daddy Muffin Master, Hime Rarity, Baby Bell, Mutineer, Hedonistic Determinist, and Sleepy Little Calf, and of course, RNT and I as well. So without further ado, here's the episode. What about ways of loving each other when, I mean, you mentioned we were afraid that we might fight more. And I think a lot of people who live together, even people who don't live together, but they communicate a lot more during the quarantine, were afraid that like, you know, this, this was going to change things with the new pressure and with all the time together. Are, are there any special measures that y'all are taking in your relationships or close friendships to avoid having the like, because there's nothing worse than being in a fight and being stuck in a quarantine, right? Like that's miserable. You can't even go anywhere. Are you taking any special measures to, to avoid that? Well, for me, because uh, we're long distance with me and Bean, it, 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 it does get difficult sometimes because, you know, our schedules, even on, even when everybody's at home and in quarantine schedules are still complicated to talk to. I mean, we text, you know, we message on Instagram, but you know, it's, it's still difficult. And even here where I, where I live now, because I live in the Carolinas, like things are finally starting to shut down. And I mean, it's, it's a scary time, but what, what we do is we still communicate. We still have all the connections that we have with friends, uh, family, uh, even with each other, as long as we communicate and, and even if there is a problem, like that's, that's the best thing about that. That's why I love what we're, what we're talking about. Cause we have a huge community that we can go to anybody and talk to about these situations. Like whether it be a long distance relationship, a, a 
living together and with, through these tough times, like even if you're having a problem, you can always go to another friend and talk to that person just to help help them out. So, mm-hmm. and I think that's great about about the community that we live in. Mm-hmm. Well, and like for our relationship specifically, um, I feel like, um, and kind of to go back to what was said earlier about kind of feeling bad about this being an area of personal growth amidst a crisis. Um, I feel like this has made it so we don't take our communication for granted. Um, I have found that I'm having a little bit of an easier time um, expressing my anxiety or, um, you know, various things going on with me because um, we just have, we just like recognize that this is hard and that, um, if there are problems where I do feel too anxious, like we're able to kind of, kind of what daddy's little side says was to just like go to someone else and, you know, take that moment to kind of not, recharge and then follow up and reconnect. Well, I was just going to say, I'll just piggyback on that. Cause I'm not always going to be there. I can't always, cause, cause being in a long distance relationship, you know, I can't always be there at when, when, she, when they need me. Like if, 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 if Bean needs to text me or message me and I can't answer, you know, at least I know that she has a great, great friends that, that I've introduced to her, uh, for her and, and other people that she can contact. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel good because that's, that's why I love about the community that we live in, especially around these tar- hard times with COVID and stuff like that, that we can actually go to other people that we care about that can help us through. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I agree um, about not taking correspondence for granted. I would have thought that with all of the extra time, I would be taking my conversations more for granted. But I think because we're not inundated with thousands of conversations all the time, the way you are when you're working, when you've got to live your everyday life, when I've got nine people in my ears asking for different things, when someone talks to me, all I can hear is their voice. And that's really it's really been really good. I'd, I'd say I hear people more now because there's more silence around me. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's easier not to take it for granted because you can actually hear what they're saying and you want to interact. Mm-hmm. You're not getting a lot of that interaction. Yeah. You know, I was just, just to piggyback one more time, just on what you said, uh, since there's so much time that we have on our hands now, I mean, these, these are good times to actually get to know somebody that you've always wanted to get to know that maybe you can become friends with them, you know, there's so many there's so many people out there in the world that even though we're quarantined doesn't mean we still can't interact with them and get to know them more. I mean, this is the perfect time to do that to to, to build your friendship, to build your community that you have in your life. So, mm-hmm. what a strange also, reality that is. Oh, go ahead, please. Oh no, but also I think another thing to remember is that yes, there is a lot of room for interaction and whatnot um, in whatever capacity you choose. But I think it's good to remind the people close to you that it's okay if you wanted to be radio silent for a little bit. Um, there was, and actually I just reconnected with a friend earlier today that I hadn't talked to for the past week because emotionally work just broke me basically. And I really wasn't even talking to my daddy. And um, I think people need to remind themselves that it's okay to process things in your own way and it doesn't necessarily have to be through um interaction um so yeah that's a great that's point that's a great point too yeah mm-hmm. what about for everybody else 
how do you how do you take care of your partner and avoid those sort of quarantine explode, explosions? Yeah, how have you kept from killing each other? When That's essentially what I'm asking. Together? Yeah, he's being he's being very <laughs> diplomatic. <laughs> I guess for me, there's not a whole lot of difference because still I still work. have to go to work. So I get only, really lonely. The only <laughs> yeah, the difference for me is I come home for lunch and. Rarity's here, and then I come home from work, and she's here where normally it would be about two hours where I'd be off work um, before she gets home. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm a very introverted person, and Rarity is very extroverted. Um, so I'm the kind of person who would enjoy, you know, being in space with being in the space independent with somebody else, and Rarity is very much the, uh, um, I need your attention. Um, and so, so having these like group socials is super, super awesome for me. Yeah. So I can come home and I can, you know, <laughs> generally I'm more attentive to rarity toward the evening. Um, but if I want to, like when I get off work and I'm, you know, brain dead from work, if I want to play video games for a couple hours or something, um, we're Polly. So she just calls her other partners and then, uh, <laughs> I have, free reign of video game time until later in the evening. Oh, is that the trick? All right. That's yeah. it. Baby, we're probably from here on out. Now you know. <laughs> Everyone needs video game time. That's right. You got to get that in. That's great. That's great. It, it does. It does help save off the loneliness during the day. Um, between that and my like increased time and energy to be able to do housework. Um, cause normally at the end of the day of work day and driving home, I have like an hour commute, like 45 minutes ish <laughs> both ways. And, uh, I'm usually dead tired. Uh, muffins usually has dinner ready by the time I'm home and now I get to make dinner and it's, it's nice. And that is, you know, that was one of the unexpected bonuses that I didn't see coming is that you don't expend your energy as you would. And I'm working all day too, but I'm working from home, I'm not, it, when you're in an office environment, it does take a very different energy, right? And so I have a little bit of extra to put into other things, which I didn't expect. RY has been cooking and it's been lovely. I've been cooking, I've been doing uh, work on the house, things like that, that I, I normally wouldn't have the energy for in the middle of the week. Absolutely. Yeah. For, for you guys, Bell and Mutineer, you probably had the biggest change of not seeing each other to seeing each other. How have, how have you avoided uh, stabbing each other in the eyes? I have to remind myself frequently how hard I cry when he leaves for long periods of time and how grateful I am to have him home. Cause I mean, it was literally, <laughs> it was, I, I can't remember what day it was. It was like the second week of March. It was the week after everyone was at cap and mutineer was flying to Canada and I told him, I don't think you should go. He was leaving at three in the morning. And I said, I think you're going to get there and just have to come right back. He was going to work an event with his company. And sure enough, he got all the way to Canada. And I, I get his point because he said it doesn't set a good example for his team if he doesn't go and his team does and blah, blah, blah. He gets all the way there. He goes, he sets everything up. They assure him that nothing is being canceled. And then sure enough, everything gets canceled. And so now he's trying to frantically get back home 
And he ended up getting home at two in the morning. So he basically was gone for 23 hours. Mm. And I just remember being like, I told you so. <laughs> and I was kind of like prancing around the house for a couple of days. Like, well, looks like you're stuck with me. And now here we are. And every day I'm like, so are you going to do that today? Are you going to get around to that? Yeah. How come I'm logging into work every day at, you know, seven central time and you get to sleep in until eight or nine, you know, how about you get up at seven? So I have to remind myself, like, stop, take it back. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if he was gone for, cause sometimes he's gone for like five weeks and, yeah. and I'm miserable cause I can handle about two. And then I'm like, okay, you need to come home now. So I have to just remind myself to be grateful, be grateful that he's home. I have had every meal home cooked by him. He makes great gourmet, like several course meals. And I just have to remind myself that, you know, my TV dinners and my alone time is a thing of the past right now. And I have to share the space. And like um, you guys had mentioned, I'm a little bit of a control freak and I get huge anxiety when I'm not in control. And so it's very, very hard to be in this house where we do have kids And I am used to running everything. I'm used to running the schedule. I'm used to being the program manager. I'm used to such and such has to be here at this time on this day. And you go do this and you go do that. And now it feels like all of that has been ripped out from under me. And my whole day is just whatever the heck the day brings and whatever happens. And all of these people are here all of the time and there's all this noise. And so we've really, really struggled to, I think, balance that too, because all of a sudden now we're both trying to drive the bus. And I have to remind myself, how, how many times a week when he's gone do I yell at him that he's not here to drive the bus and I'm stuck driving the bus? So I'm going to be grateful for the time he's spending helping me drive the bus. Well, <laughs> one of the funny things with me is when we do go to the store, we buy completely different things. Uh-huh. <laughs> When, when when I go to the store, I want to. I buy all, all Whole Foods. I'm buying like produce and you know fresh meats and things. She's buying frozen this, frozen that, everything in the freezer, pizzas and you know whatever pudding. Yes, puddings. Her puddings. I'm like I can make that. You know I make wow. that from scratch. She goes I like Jello puddings better than your pudding. I'm like what? That's that a gourmet so food well. fifty two recipe. He told the cashier, he got, he said this right in front of the cashier. He goes, you shop like a freaking five-year-old. That's awesome. Were you like, I am a five-year-old. I am a five-year-old. It's why we're together. I know. I got I'm three. <laughs> you say, oh, it's just because I look old for my age. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I love, I love the paradigm shift of like, because I, I mentioned this at the top of, of the episode, but like having to go remember how I used to want this real bad, right? Uh Because I'm getting it and it's a lot all at once. And I didn't expect to get it all at once, but remember how I wanted this real bad. That was for a reason. So I'm just going to, I'm going to cherish it. And it's fun. I've been gardening with the girls. Like I've gotten green beans started and carrots and parsley and they're loving it. You know, I've got the whole window seals all filled with little baby garden beds. That's awesome. I've been wanting to do that forever and I never have time to do it. So it is nice to do a couple of those things that you've never had time to do. Yeah. Now you can do it. You have no excuse. So get some dirt and plant some seeds or whatever you're going to do. And it's, it's been really fun. Yeah. I texted his sister and she, she asked kind of how he was doing. Cause he's good to be home and rest for a week or two. And then he kind of loses his mind. So yeah. 
I texted her and I said, well, he's been puttering around the house, calling himself a house husband. And he's now <laughs> growing his own herbs and vegetables in the event of an apocalypse. He is literally planting chimes right now. Yeah. And she goes, okay, so he's doing fine. <laughs> Everything sounds good. Good, good. Healthy. Yeah. Well, and I do think too, there's this element that we've, if you're lucky enough to have um, more than one room, not just bedroom, but like more than one room. And if you're not in like a studio setup that you can make choices about disappearing to other rooms for a while. And it doesn't have to be because you're in conflict. And so like, if we wait until we're in conflict to create space, it's kind of too late. Like we're, we're going to have a big thing, but if we're choiceful about like, you know, we have more than one room. I, you go do your puzzle and I'll go do a crossword in the other room. And we we're allowed to be apart from each other. Right. Even though we're in quarantine in the same house, we're allowed to be in separate rooms. And I think that's helpful. Yeah. It's been, um, I think you always know that your partner does something differently from you, but because there's so much space just on any given day, yeah. unless of course you like work in the same room 24 hours a day, you know, they're different, but it's okay because you're not always together. But now I watch the way he loads the dishwasher and I watch the way we make breakfast differently and I watch the way we get ready differently. And I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. You don't have to be in control of the way it works. Just let it happen. That's right. and, like, because I keep asking myself, and this is my most important question in life, but especially at this time, is if you don't interfere, what is the very worst that could happen? Right. And if the very worst that could happen is that the dishwasher gets loaded differently. Who cares? Like you've loaded the dishwasher for us. That's wonderful. I should like, I just have to do what Belle does and remind myself if you weren't here, how sad I would be. Okay. I secretly changed the way the dishes are loaded though, because <laughs> go behind him and I redo it because my thinking is if the dishes don't get cleaned properly, we are in the middle of a pandemic and we all could die. So I'm just throwing that but I mean, if we're talking about the way the laundry is folded, you know, let that one go. Right. You pick your battles for sure. Oh no, mine is, I can't do the laundry. I can't, I can't, I have to fold I it. I agree. I can't. I, I like my laundry folded a certain way. So do I. I asked for help and RY sweetly said yes. And then I was like, nope. Give it back. Me. Yeah. Give it I back. You're doing it wrong. Just put it. <laughs> my motto when Rary likes to point out my mistakes is, uh, there's no problem so bad that somebody else can't make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's good hd sleepy how are you guys uh in all of this quarantine how are you avoiding the the big blow-up fights honestly we're not doing anything different and it's not like we're this fairy tale couple that never argues like we definitely argue but i think increased time together is we've been arguing less so i don't know I there's some some answer in there about like uh, probably the source of conflict in the first place, right? Because um, honestly, we're not doing anything. We do all of our work at school in the same room. Um, then we hang out in the same room. Like we're only apart when you grocery shop. So this is great. I would add that we've kind of we've kind of inadvertently drilled for this situation by really never allowing ourselves to um, run away from an ongoing argument. Mm. Sure, sure, yeah. That's that's very much always been his, um, like, place, like, a, like a rule. Not, not that you can't ever have any space, but like, we don't ever, we don't sleep yeah, on it. We don't sleep on it. Yeah, basically, we don't ever sleep on it. And that sort of principle, like, so 
I guess have having like not a ton of space in that way is nor are normal. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I hope this doesn't come off weird. And like, what's healthy for us not might might not be healthy healthy for everyone. And I think it's normal for sure to like bicker when you're stuck together. And we totally bicker for sure, but um, less in the last few weeks. I think we found that too. I would say this. I would say for us, it's kind of come just. It's more like this realization, like, wow, I could be stuck here with a lot of other potentially um, heinous people in my life, and like of all like the, the friends and family members I could be stuck in a home with right now, it's you, and that's great. Yeah. And so there's this kind of like this, this um, like others have mentioned this, this, um, this newfound appreciation for one another. Isn't that great? I love that. That being well, being together more just produced more appreciation for you guys. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. Well, and that's this a really good way to reconcile. Think about the other people you can be stuck with. Bean, you had something you wanted to say. Oh, no. I just think it's very interesting to hear from your perspective because, you know, me and my daddy were long distance. So, um, the hardships that you know you guys are facing be like sharing the same space is very different for us and kind of what sleepy and hd were talking about is that um like like we don't we don't argue as is you know and like i'm not going to pretend that like we're a fairy tale couple it's just it's very interesting for me to hear how you guys are managing and it, it's just a very eye-opening perspective for for me. Um, yeah, and I don't know. It's just something to, it's just food for thought, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, Is the distance affecting you guys more now with all the, like, the heightened anxiety and kind of, like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I guess I don't know what distance. We used to be long distance, but like with all the anxiety now, I feel more needy, which is kind of like a, a big, deep-rooted issue of ours, especially the last couple of weeks. I don't know. I, don't, I can't speak for Bean, but to me, like really nothing. The only thing that's changed is that my hours were completely cut from work. Like everything else, I mean, we've been long distance so long now because we started, we've been together since last year that it's kind of, we're kind of used to our, our routine that it's really is nothing's changed. The routine has. The only thing that's changed is now there's a pandemic going on. That's really horrible. And had, our, our hours were cut at work. I mean, nothing else has really changed for us. But I think it would definitely be different if we were together, like it, like like seeing each other every day, like like everybody else in this in this party does. So, um, I mean, do you guys have like a grand escape plan? Like the moment this thing's over, I'm you know oh, since you got oh yeah, there's there's already there. we 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 had plans even before the <laughs> oh, pandemic happened. Yeah. yeah. I literally told daddy and I looked him straight in the eyes. I'm like, the second I am able to fly to you, you bet your ass I am coming to you. I don't even care what I have to do to take off work. I don't I don't even care. But I'm spending at least a week with you. And I for me, I would say we I would agree. We have found our rhythm and we found a routine. And so our routine was pretty much like if we could manage it, we would fly out to one another at least once or twice a month. And so the last time we physically saw each other was at cap and 
we initially before all of this happened was that the next time we would see each other was going to be for another ABDL event, or I should just say more just of a kink friendly event in general. And that was going to be at the end of May. And now that that's not happening, I feel like my anxiety has skyrocketed because he's my person and it's, it's hard not knowing when exactly I will be able to physically be in his presence again. So that makes sense. That would be really hard. So the, the one other topic area I really wanted to get into maybe is, is a fun one to, to uh, close on, but how has your sex slash kink slash kinky fun changed in the wake of COVID? Mm. Big diapers all day, man. Yeah, if I had—I mean, I just ordered yeah. some, so I can't nice. really see that. <laughs> I don't have any right now. Yeah, I mean, you—I mean, R and T—you got to move from having to try and pull off, you know, real thin, quiet cloth back things at work to like, nope, I'm just going t- dry twenty four sevens wall to wall. Yep, I made my anxiety <laughs> perfectly known at work, uh, such that. All of them, though they are workaholics, must vacate the building if they want something from me and let me go in by myself so I can wear my big diapers even if, uh, you know, I'm at the office. Even, yeah, because you're the only one there. And it's not because I wanted to wear big diapers. It's because I <laughs> don't be want them to be around me because they have not stopped working at all. And that scares me. Yeah. They're still going to client meetings. We are not essential workers. Um, they're just workaholics. So I... Uh, I'm big dipping all the time. Yeah. It's great. Good. And of course that has an impact on our sex life because God knows I love it. <laughs> There's a lot more time to just like peek in when you're finished a meeting and go, huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And then he's like, meet you in the bedroom and the bedroom's right next yeah, to the Yeah. The bedroom's yeah. Eight feet away. <laughs> How about yeah, the rest I- of y'all? That um, like the the increase in in big crinkles in this household has worked wonders. Yeah. <laughs> big crinkles sounds like the the diaper industrial complex that we're supposed big to be crinkle. taking down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I can say from a from a different point of view because because we are L, LDR me and Bean. Uh, our, our kink and stuff is still the same. I mean, as, like you, as, as I talked about earlier, we have rules that we set and goals and things like that. Uh, trust me, if I could do some sex and I would do some sexing right now, but you know, she, she's, she's 3000 miles away in the middle of oh, COVID. Oh, that never stopped anyone. You've gotten some. <laughs> oh, there's there's lots of ways to have sex. I'm just saying. Sex yeah, yeah, it's true. You just got to get creative. Sex and if you want to open that can of worms, <laughs> if you guys want to um, involve cans of worms in your sex, I say more power to you. I'm not going to yuck it. <laughs> Maybe don't use uh, a can; those are a bit sharp. Yeah, that that might that might that kind of hurt. Bag of worms. Uh, but we do we do um we still have you know we still have our kink sides. I mean you know I I put them in a diaper all the time. You know make them stand in the corner for punishments and punishments things like that. You know I'm. <sighs> It, it, it be it being uh, in the longest relationship it of course there's always going to be struggles even during a time like this but we, we make it work we really do i mean we've yeah, we've, we, we've had our ups and downs but mm-hmm. i mean we've already if i think if we've gone this long long distance since last year I, i'm pretty sure we're in a good spot mm-hmm. i think uh 
I won't I won't say too much because I know we want to ask others, but I think our why and I are both kind of counterphobic. And so another thing that's happened to our sex life is I feel like I've started to say things like, I'm really interested in doing this. Okay, now let's deal with it since we can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, so then we've both been kind of like, you know, expanding a yeah. little bit sexually just because we're sort of in the same place. We've got the time to work through it. And it's not like, I'm really into trying this. Okay, you're going to Minneapolis. I'll see you in two weeks. Like, it's not like. Right. So it's. It's, it's similar to the social thing. There's no excuse not to. I can't be like, well, maybe yeah. into it's like, well, and I can't be like, I'm going to go hang out with somebody else now. We have infinity like, time to try. So, OK, just run at things that are scary like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think with all the overtime we've been getting, it slowed us down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like it's it's extra high stress at work. There's all the extra checkpoints and, you know. Yeah. Oh, and then plus the checkpoints I put in place. <laughs> Love that pretty much vanilla. <laughs> That's a great reminder, actually, muffins, because we're all coming from this perspective of like, oh, you know, I'm still working, but I'm working from home, so that saves time. And other folks are saying, oh, I'm not working right now, so that's it. But you're you're actually working double time. You're working overtime. This is eating up a lot of your time. It is. Yeah, we worked um, pretty much every Saturday for the past month, even before we were on quarantine just because it was quarter end. So not only did we hit the end of a quarter, we're still working because we're an essential business, but you know, the, the guys on top want their quarterly bonus. So um, we have, we have increased demand and we have the end of quarter expectations. So it was just kind of like a double whammy all at once. Yeah. I mean, there are industries, not just healthcare, but industries like yours that increased demand is very real right now. And that you end up working a whole lot more. And creating a lot more. Yep. Yep. Who else? Talk to me about your your post COVID sex life slash dips life. <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of similar to Rarity. I feel like, truthfully, I've been so stressed and just so overwhelmed with everything that I have not felt super in it lately. Mm. And so, and that we kind of touched on that a little bit. Or even earlier tonight, we were talking a little bit just about like, how are you feeling kind of thing? Because our kids are gone. And so, and it's a Sunday, so I'm not working. So finally, we just have, you know, a breath to like take a second. But I'm still working every day. And then Mutineer's portion of his business, the in-person portion has disappeared. But we're trying really hard now more than ever to really ramp up online advertising, online sales, online presence. And so we've been working together on that. And then during all of that, I never expected this to happen, but I looked into a new position in a different industry. And I didn't think in a million years they'd be looking to hire during all of this, but um, they engaged in what has been a very rigorous interview process that I'm still not quite finished with. Um, so I've been doing that at the same time as trying to do my job and trying to help with his, and we're really trying to focus on growing his business. So he's been trying to film here at home and then we have our kids and, you know, we want to actually teach them something if at all possible. I mean, even if they learn like one thing the entire eight hour day. So I just, we've been so overwhelmed. I just constantly feel like I'm drowning and I feel like it's kind of fallen to the wayside and I feel horrible for that. That makes sense. That's, yeah. That sounds yeah. like a natural reaction to all of that stress and all of that busyness. Yes. And that's also kind of when you need it more, you know? So tonight I'm like, you know, actually, um, we got to do this damn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, no, I think it's amazing but, that you were given the option uh, between sex and us, and no, you picked us. But no, Fifty Shades was on actually before this, and so I'm like, I need you to spank me more. Yes. I need more discipline. Yes. I need more of all of this stuff. And he's like, Well, okay, you got it. So you know, here I am. You got it. Here we are. So I'm I'm the only thing standing between you and a hot spanking and sex. That's really fun. I know. So you can drag this out as long as you want. Yeah. I totally regret asking for that. You've just given him power you didn't want to give him. That's wonderful. <laughs> Daddy's girl paddle might be getting used in a few minutes. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> is is there anything else that y'all want to share about love in the time of quarantine? I love the name. <laughs> um, I would say just to really go out of your way to be kind because everyone is processing <coughs> this in their own way and you never really know what people are going through um especially um sometimes even my friends who are close to me I don't really know how they're doing because again you know we're all trying to deal with the same thing it's a collective grief and um I would say go out of your way to just spread kindness in any way you can um and if you do decide to not adhere to stay at home orders tip well and yeah so if you go out, at least tip well. I mean, if you must ignore yeah. a stay-at-home order, yeah. at least be kind to the people you are potentially endangering. Yeah. Yes. I think that's excellent, excellent advice. Other- we all really got to respect the people who are considered essential workers, like our yeah. garbage people, our um, mm-hmm. healthcare workers, our fast food workers, our grocery store stock people. like. Every single truck driver is still driving. Yep. And the people who are producing the the goods and services that we consume, people in factories, people in chem labs all over the world are still going to work every day, leaving their families to make sure we have the things we need. Totally agree. And and I think we owe all of them a debt of gratitude. And a raise. And a raise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any other, yeah. any yeah, other thoughts? Okay. All right. <laughs> I yeah. think with, I think with love, uh, especially in this time, a time of quarantine that we're in, I definitely think we just to piggyback on what Bean said, be kind to everybody. You, you don't, you really don't know what everybody's going through. Honestly, like they could be, they can be putting smiles on and you they could have somebody that could be suffering from the virus or, or, it, or not even that, like they have something very personal going on. And, with all, all everything going on in the world today, we all need each other at, at this point in time, especially. And, I, the re, and the reason I say this is because I, I know people who are struggling, struggling so hard. And I, I wish I could help them and I can't. And it's not it's not fair to them because it's not their fault. It's just the times that we're in right now. And I'm just saying you, you definitely got to be aware of all that. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you touch base with everybody. Mm-hmm. And just reach so, out. I have one thing so for, for anyone who is maybe either, especially if you're stuck at home alone or, um, you know, just feeling especially bored. Um, so animal shelters are not certainly considered essential. And also keep in mind that in a lot of dog sports, like things like uh, greyhound racing, where usually they're, they're adopted out gradually, you know, there are, there's an enormous amount of animals that are, I mean, being mass dumped into shelters, not through any sort of abuse, but just 
um, because that's the situation. And like they again, that uh, people who work there are not that those are usually considered essential business. So if you have the space and, and resources, and especially if you're home lonely, like <laughs> find yourself a mask and some gloves if you're not under a stay-at-home order or whatever, and like consider like um, even fostering an animal. Because like honestly, my dog is one of the only things keeping me sane. And um, if you've been feeling like, wow, there is, my house is a little more empty than I would like it to be. It's a good time for that. Great yes, advice. Yeah. Absolutely. I, forgot that. I, I never even thought about the shelters. Of course. Yes. I did. Yeah. Actually, there in the news around my area in the Carolinas, like shelters have been being cleaned out because people just want an animal, a pet yeah. to stay home with. I think that's amazing. That's wonderful. Good. Well, guys, this is exactly what I was hoping for. You are the community that keeps us afloat. This this community is the community that keeps us afloat, and we've been really lucky to get to spend so many nights not feeling alone and isolated and stuck, but actually in many ways more so a, a part of a bigger, better, wonderful circle of love. So thank you so much. Friends. Thank you. You've kept us sane and made our evenings really pleasurable. We look forward to them. Yeah. Well, and thanks for having us. You bet. Yeah. Thank you, you guys. Thanks for letting us stand between you and uh, spanking and sex mutineer. Adele. That's <laughs> a big deal. Yep, yep. See you at game night. Yay! Yeah, I guess we'll see you guys at game night. I'll, I'll, I'll just remind everybody we're talking to uh, Rarity, we're talking to Muffins, Daddy's Little Side, Bean, Mutineer, and Bell, uh, Sleepy, and Hedonistic Determinist. So thank you guys. And we are going to try and cre- keep content coming through all of this because we know that for as much as we like making it, we also have been surviving on consuming great content in this community. So Keep it coming and we'll find strength in each other. We wish you guys uh, health and sanity and uh, that, that, that people are continuing to reach out and take care of each other. This has been another special edition of Love in Brief. Love in Brief.